0: This is Monday, April 26th, and this is the official start of our study and podcast, Six Essentials for Your Body, written by one of our pastors, James Drake. Now this week, we're going to begin looking at our body and what it means to be healthy for us as followers of Christ. Last week, we discussed the importance of our body and God's plan for each of us. Our lives are lived out. In our bodies. They're not a side issue. No, we experience saving grace in our bodily lives. And we also come to serve and worship God with the use of our bodies. Now, it's true that our bodies have imperfections and weaknesses, but at the same time, they're signposts of glory, revealing the majesty and love of God. Here's our scripture. Psalm 8, verse 3 to 5. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars which you've set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned them with glory and honor. Now, as so we're learning about our bodies, we need to spend some time reflecting on the glory wired into our design. I've enjoyed reading Bill Bryson's book on the body. It is what he calls an owner's manual. As he captures the overwhelming complexity of the human body, I thought of great works of art. You ever stood in front of Da Vinci's Mona Lisa or Van Gogh's Starry Night? If so, you're in for an even greater treat. The glory of your body far outweighs these. Your body is an assembly of 7 billion, billion, billion atoms. Yes, the repetition of the billions means all those zeros. The 59 elements that make up your body are fine-tuned to allow for the complex processes that make your physical life possible. And the way your body is designed, well, just the surface area of your lungs, as we learned in worship yesterday, if spread out, would be as large as a tennis court. You need this amount of area to take in the oxygen and discard the carbon dioxide that would destroy you. And if it it were allowed to build up in your body, it would be destructive and take your life. Now, the blood vessels in all your body, if put end-to-end, would stretch almost halfway to the moon. One of the most complex parts of our bodies is our DNA. That is the double helix map of your physical body. You see, each of your cells contains a copy of this critical instruction set. The length of that small strand of DNA, if unwound and stretched out, is over a yard. But if all the DNA in your body were put end to end, it would stretch all the way across and beyond our solar system. Now the main activity of this critical instruction set or map, well, is it's in making more maps. Making sure there are maps to go around. Because those maps are like the architects' construction plans for the design of everything in your body. Now as we start this week, we're just scratching the surface on the complexity of your body. It is this design that God created, and he did more than that. He gave us bodies, but he also made us unique people with one of a kind personalities and abilities. He gave these physical elements order and bestowed life and talk about crowning us with glory and honor. That's what David says in this beautiful song we've read this morning. You really are a wonder. That's what God, David is marveling about. God created us to reflect the glory that reaches all the way to the heavens and is just a little lower than his own. But here's the thing. You don't have to make your body carry out its functions. God made it to do so almost on autopilot. You're not telling your cells to reproduce, but millions of new cells are being made in your body every second of the day. You may have little knowledge of your spleen, but it's doing the work God designed it to do. But here's the catch as we've been learning. You can cooperate with your body in its activity. You can eat foods that supply resources for your immune system. You can exercise in such a way that you provide support for the development and sustaining of your skeletal, your muscular system. and You can also handicap your body, making it more difficult for your body to sustain its critical function. You can do this through poor nutrition, failing to get the sleep you need, or living a sedentary life. You can, uh, years ago, I began to collect antiquarian books. Now some of these volumes in the collection are from the 1500s, almost 500 years ago. These are amazing books that have been passed down across multiple generations. They have outlived their neighbors I mean, their owners, many times. They're beautiful, and they show the signs of their age that contribute to their beauty. Yet they're also signs of abuse. Many of these treasures have been damaged through lack of care, even through mistreatment. Now I think of our bodies, and they're far more beautiful and glorious than these treasured books. So how should we care for them so that we can enjoy the life God has given us to live in the body? Now I'm not saying this to guilt us into self-care, but to help us see what God has given to us and our part in cooperating with God's work to keep our bodies healthy? What ways can you better align your life to support the processes of your body? This is what we're going to be learning about in our study in the weeks ahead. Let's pray. Lord God, our bodies amaze us in their beauty, their complexity, their function. Thank you for providing us the bodily life that we live and enjoy. Forgive us for complaining about our body's weaknesses. Help us to know how we can support the life you have created us to enjoy. For we pray in your holy name. Amen.